Hey, Newark Church, welcome back to another week of our Blockbuster series. I'm excited for you to get this movie and this message today that we're going to share with you, but I have invited in to teach this weekend a particular guy that I invite about this particular weekend every year in the summer. Uh, this guy, you've been around our church, you've heard him speak before here at our church. His name is Pastor Terrell Somerville. Quick backdrop on him. Pastor Terrell pastors a church. He and his wife, Shanda, are leading there. It is called Freedom Church in Gallatin, Tennessee, just outside of Nashville. Uh, many years before Newwalk ever started, he was doing a church like Newwalk. At the time he started that church, it was very pioneering. It was a very unusual type of church. Now, so many churches like his church in Newwalk all over the country, but he kind of took that, that lead role in pioneering a church like we have here today at Newwalk. Now, we know that, uh, of course, Newwalk is flourishing. Newwalk is flourishing, though, because one of the reasons is when we started 17 years ago, Pastor Terrell coached and led me and trained me in the starting of this church. And so we're always grateful to have him around. We're so thankful for his influence on our church. Would you welcome Newwalk's kind of beginning coach, our friend, Pastor Terrell Somerville. How you guys doing? Everybody good? So glad to be back in this wonderful house here. It's just a blessing to be back here with you. And uh, just very excited about what God is going to do in your hearts and lives today. And before I jump in, though, I just want to uh, thank my friend Gary and First Lady Sean for being the wonderful friends that they've been for all these years. I don't know if you know that, know this, but they... Before this even happened, it was a dream in their hearts to see this happen here and long ago. And I'm just very thankful for them. And I just want you to know how much they love you and they love this community and they love seeing people find their purpose in Christ. So could you honor your pastor and first lady by giving them some love right now? Would you do that? There's three quick things I want to ask you to do for them. I want you to pray for them. Because every pastor knows there's a target on her back from an enemy called Satan. Something else I want to ask you to do is encourage them. Encourage them every chance you get because they love you, they're praying for you, they're being an encouragement to you, but also be a blessing to them. How many of you agree they're a blessing to you, your pastor and wife, right? So I want to ask you to be a blessing to them. Send them a card in the mail. Give them a gift card. Send them on a cruise. I don't care what you do, but encourage them because they are all about seeing this community come to know Christ and the best is yet to come. So if you're here back for Blockbuster Series, I'm glad you're here. Or if you're here for the very first time, maybe someone said that they would take you out to eat afterwards and bribing you that way. Or maybe someone told you you'd meet someone cute. Whatever the reason, we're glad that you are here at New Walk Church. Today, you're gonna discover in the movie Wonder that whenever it comes to trials, how that God can turn, has a way of turning trials into triumph. I know I'm not an ordinary 10-year-old kid. I mean, 
I do ordinary things. Eat ice cream, ride my bike. I'm really good at playing sports. Well, on my Xbox. I love Minecraft, science, dressing up for Halloween. I love the lightsaber fight with my dad. I watch Star Wars movies with him and drive my big sister crazy. I dream about being in outer space, just like any ordinary kid. I just don't look ordinary when I'm doing these things. Not even my birth was ordinary. It was hilarious. Now, how can a birth be hilarious, you ask? A teenage doctor helps. This is my first day. Night. A massive video camera also aids the situation. But to really be funny, you need what all the best jokes have. A punchline. He's coming! Where's the baby? Go with the baby. Go with the baby. I've had 27 surgeries since then. They've helped me to breathe, to see, to hear without a hearing aid, and some even helped me look a bit better. But none of them have made me look ordinary. He said he doesn't want to go. But he's ready. No, he's not ready. I cannot homeschool him forever. Every year that we wait, it'll just be harder to start. This is the first year of middle school for everyone. He will not be the only new kid. Okay, well, he's gonna be the only new kid that looks like him. But will you stop rolling tells for just one second and please listen? It's like leading a lamb to the slaughter, and you know it. I know I'll never just be an ordinary kid. Ordinary kids don't make other kids run away from playgrounds. Ordinary kids don't get stared at wherever they go. But it's okay if you wanna stare too. My name is Augie Pullman. Next week, I start fifth grade. And since I've never been to real school before, I'm pretty much totally and completely petrified. Today, we're going to discover through Augie's life and through the book of James in the New Testament, you can turn there or look in your outline that you've got there. We're going to look in chapter one, and this is how it reads in the second verse. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Now, here's the question. How can joy and trials even go together? It's almost like oil and water. They just don't mix when we're looking at James here, James is a very, one of the oldest books in the New Testament, and James was actually the stepbrother of Jesus, and he's given this practical teaching to these first century followers of how that they can follow Jesus. However, when he opens up, he gives this great greeting to the Jewish believers, and then he gives these instructions, which is really a shocking statement. I'll read it again. It says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. 
Now, what we're going to discover today, as illustrated in Augie Pullman's life, is how that you and I can have triumph despite trials. Here in Augie's life, Augie has a disease called Treacher's Collins disease. It happens in about 1 in 50,000 births. And the challenge is his physical appearance that compounds in all of this existing fear of any kid that's about to go from homeschool into middle school. Maybe that's you. You're here and you're scared about next grade that you're going into in school or maybe you're going to a new school. Or maybe you're going to college or maybe you're getting out of school and you're facing the real world for the first time. And maybe some of you, maybe you're like Augie. Maybe you've dealt with some physical appearances that really put fear in your life. There's one thing that's true for every single one of us is that we all experience trials. We all experience difficulties. And here's what I've known about my life, and I think you'd agree with me. We're either coming out of a problem, we're in a problem, or there's another problem coming. And that's life for each of us. Everyone knows how it feels at some point in life to quote Augie Pullman, pretty much totally and completely petrified. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe you were the one that came in early and left late, worked overtime when they asked you, but you come in on a Friday, they give you a pink slip, and they say, hey, we're gonna clean your desk out. We don't need you anymore. Or maybe it's a situation where that you married your high school sweetheart, and life was great, and you had your children. You were living the American dream, and next thing you know, you're served divorce papers, and they tell you they don't love you anymore. Maybe it's a situation where that you lost a loved one. You didn't see it coming. No one does. And you're just trying to make sense of life and you feel all alone. Or maybe it's a situation where you went to the doctor and they said, hey, we found something. The next thing you know, they tell you those three worst words you could hear. You have cancer. Whatever it is, like Augie Pullman, whatever we have faced, whatever we're facing, whatever we're going to face, there's going to be challenges, there's going to be trials, there's going to be difficulties, there's going to be things that come against us. after school, okay? Right here. I love you. Love you too. I'll see you later. I gotta stop here because past this point is a no dad zone and you don't wanna walk up with your parents because it's not cool. But you're cool. I know I am, but technically most dads aren't, so. And neither are these helmets. Hey, two rules. First, only raise your hand once a class, no matter how many answers you know, except for science. Second, you're gonna feel like you're all alone, Augie, but you're not. Check. Should we lose this? Come on, go. 
costumes are for Halloween. Prepare for blast-off. I love you. I love you, too. Have fun. Dear God, please make them be nice to you. You're gonna feel like you're alone, Augie, but you're not. And he says, check. And that's just like it is in this life. James 1 here reveals to us that when you and I are going through the tough stuff in life and we're facing the trials, we might feel like we're alone, but I want to tell you, we're not. James 1 gives us the answer to whenever we're feeling overwhelmed and we're getting hit hard in life and you can't figure out, how am I going to take the next step forward? Look what it says in the fifth verse. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to you. Three particular things I want to point out to you today is that whenever you're feeling like you're alone, you're not because God is with you. Look at the person next to you and say, God is with you. Know that God is going to give you wisdom if you will simply ask him to navigate these things in life that we go through. The psalmist said in the 23rd Psalm, which is a very notable psalm, he sa it says, the Lord is my shepherd. It says, I have all that I need. He leads me by peaceful streams. He leads me along the right paths. He helps me in the darkest valleys. See, God doesn't just give you wisdom. He is your wisdom when it comes to the tough trials in life. Let's settle down. Everybody settle down. Look. Saved. Sorry. Everybody find your seats. Yes. Finding our seats. Great. All right. Now, some of us are lucky enough to know each other. Yeah? And, and others are new. Hi there. Okay. My name is Mr. Brown. And you're late. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I was just helping set up chairs for the assembly. Don't worry about it. Can anybody tell me what this word means? Anybody? No? Precepts are rules for really important things. Like mottos. Like mottos or like famous quotes or like um, lines from a fortune cookie, right? Precepts can help motivate us. They can help guide us when we have to make decisions about really important things, okay? So why are you talking to me about precepts this early in the morning, Mr. Brown? Well, let me tell you, because precepts also can tell us a lot about ourselves. Who is it that I aspire to be? That is the question that we should be asking ourselves all the time. What kind of person am I? So this is what we're gonna do. Um, everyone's gonna come up with two things that they think everybody else should know about them, all right? I'll go first. Number one, I used to work on Wall Street for a long time. And two, 
I left Wall Street to pursue my dream and teach. Boom, who's next? Yes. Julian Albans, and I think it's cool how you're pursuing your dream. Thank you very much, Julian. Let's hear your two things. Okay. One, I just got Battleground Mystic on my Wii, and it's totally awesome. And number two, we got a ping pong table this summer. Amazing. Any questions for Julian? Yes. Is Battleground Mystic multiplayer or single player? That's not those kind of questions. <laughs> okay. Uh... Hi, my name's August Pullman Augie. And um, I have a sister named Bia and a dog named Daisy. I love Star Wars, and I just said three things. Yeah, sorry. That sounds like a bonus to me, three things. Thank you very much, Augie, that was perfect. Who's next? Oh, I actually have a question for Augie. What's the deal with the braid in the back of your hair? Is it like a Padawan thing? What's a Padawan thing? Oh, it's from Star Wars. Padawan is a Jedi apprentice. Who's your favorite character, Augie? Boba Fett. What about Darth Sidious? Do you like him? Ouch. Okay, can we, can we talk about Star Wars at recess? Yes? All right. Who wants to read this month's precept? <laughs> What about you? What's your name? Summer. Summer. Want to give it a shot? When given the choice between being right or being kind, choose kind. How many of you like that precept? Raise your hand. Whenever given the choice of being right and being kind, choose kind. But how do we do that? Look at Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 31 and 32. It says, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Every time we face a trial, there's this temptation in all of us that we want to get angry whether it's something or somebody. I don't know about you, but sometimes things can happen with someone at work or at school or something happens with a neighbor across the street or something happens in our family. And I'm just going to be real with you. How many of you, when something like that happens, there's something angry rises up, up inside of you and you just want to choke them in the name of Jesus? Right? Right? Just being honest. Well, that happens. But how do we keep from doing that? Because when that anger rises up, it's going to lead to bitterness. It's going to lead to rage. It's going to lead to slander and all kinds of evil behavior. So how do you and I get away from that negative domino effect that's going to keep us from choosing kind? See, to be kind and compassionate is for you and I to offer forgiveness like Christ has offered you and I. And I want you to know that studies have been done, and those studies show what happens in our brains when we do choose kindness. If you're feeling unhappy, one of the quickest ways to be happy is to choose to do something kind to someone else. Or as God's Word has already said here, is to get rid of the bitterness we make a choice and we replace those bad feelings with kindness and with compassion. 
So another thing I want to tell you is always choose kindness. Show kindness to someone by lending a hand, lifting a load, maybe drying their tear of pain that's going on in their life. See, there's power when we serve someone else. And, it, and here, I know this and you know this, it's hard to show kindness to somebody, especially somebody who has been unkind to you and I. It's hard to practice the golden rule. To do unto others, you'd have them to do unto you. But because there's this temptation that when we're hurting and we're going through a trial, we're gonna focus on ourselves. But throughout this movie, we're gonna see Summer here who's facing her own trials, how that she is showing kindness to Augie. Did you hear? Padawan braids were lame 15 years ago. Supposedly with a D. Dude, more like they were always lame. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Later, barf hideous. Hey. Hey, Mom. Augie, you're supposed to knock. I'm serious this time. Wait, did someone make fun of it? How was your first day of school? your day good good how good like it was good or good like it was bad and you just don't want to tell us it was good okay i just don't know what you want me to say it was good okay okay hey if you're mad at mom about going to school it was my idea too why can't i just say good like anybody else That is not the way we leave the table. Hey, come on. Talk to me. Sit down. Take that off, please. Ugly, Augie. You just have to say that because you're my mom. Oh, because I'm your mom, it doesn't count? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm your mom, it counts the most. Because I know you the most. You are not ugly, and anyone who cares to know you will see that. They won't even talk to me. It matters that I look different. I try to pretend that it doesn't, but it does. I know. Is it always going to matter? I don't know. Well, honey, listen. Look at me. We all have marks on our face. 
I have this wrinkle here from your first surgery, and I have these wrinkles here from your last surgery. This is the map that shows us where we're going. And this is the map that shows us where you've been. And it's never, ever ugly. What about your gray hair? That's compliments of your dad, I think. And as though we summoned him. How was your day? My day is really good right So we see Augie. Augie continues to face these tough times in middle school. He's getting bullied and it's hurting him. And the thing about it is, even those who are bullying him, they're trying to work through their own trials and insecurities by basically tearing Augie down. So today we look for the answers in James 1. How can you turn trials into joy? He answers it for us. It says, once again, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Because. Everybody say, because. You know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. I don't know about you, but I remember my mom. She always had a way of giving me the right perspective on things. And we just witnessed this with Augie's mom. And that helps him to be able to see the trials that he's faced and the trials that he's facing and give him a better perspective I quote her and she said, this is the map that shows where we're going, talking about the heart. That's what's so awesome about our Christian faith. God's word and God's Holy Spirit leads us in where that we need to go. But then it also, she says, this map is, shows us where we've been, talking about our face. All the marks on our face, the wounds, the, the scars, the wrinkles, the hurts of life's trials. And it's never, ever ugly. Why is that? Because our faith is tested and we persevere. We become mature and complete. We don't lack anything whatsoever in this life. And we're building up our faith because the very trials that you may have once went through is preparing you for the next trial that you're going to face in your life. And God is helping all of us to be able to prepare us and show us where we're going. I love Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9. Check out what it says. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Hey, Jack, come sit here. In a sec. Where's he going? Hey, thanks for your help today. No problem. And don't worry, I got a couple wrong, so Miss Potosa wouldn't know. I'm not worried. The worst they can do is kick me out. <sighs> not loving school either, huh? Oh, it's great. <laughs> I wanted to go to Way Middle, one of the great sports teams. Then why'd you come here? They gave me the scholarship. Well, if you need help in science, you can come to my house after school. You know, if you want. Great, thanks. 
is Boba Fett this year. I like Halloween, but Christmas is still the best holiday. No way, Halloween is the best. A pillowcase of candy versus two weeks off school. You're nuts. <laughs> you see, even your dog agrees. Hey, Mom, is it okay if Jack comes over? Thanks, Mrs. B. I mean, you get snow on Christmas. But you can get snow on Halloween. It feels wow. like if you live in Alaska, where there's a blizzard. I've got to be cool. Fall is here, hear the yell. Back to school, ring the bell. Brand new shoes, walking blues. Climb the fence, books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Thought about having plastic surgery? No, I've never thought about it. Why? <laughs> Dude, this is after plastic surgery. It takes a lot of work to look this good. We don't notice any time pass. One, two, three, four. I declare fun for bow, kiss, begin. We sit side by side in every class. Teacher thinks that I sound funny, but she. Everybody needs community. And throughout this film, we see Augie, he just doesn't have challenges. I'll tell you what else he's got. He's got friends. He's got his teachers. He's got his mom, his dad, his sister, their family. They love each other. They're there for each other. And that's where I want to encourage you. You're never alone. God is with you. He's going to be your wisdom. He's going to help you through the trials that you're going through. And part of that wisdom that God gives us to everyone is for you and I to begin to focus and show kindness on other people when they're going through trials. So there's one more thing I'll share with you. God provides others for you and I to be with us. You say, well, what do you mean by that? It's like this. That's why Jesus set the church up. He said in Matthew 16, he said, I will build the church and the gates of even hell will not prevail against it. You know what I love about church? And I share this often. That's where you find your 2 a.m. friends. You say, what do you mean? It's those friends that you find that if life happens, you contact them at 2 a.m. and they come running because they love you. That's what the church is about. It gives us relationships with other Christ followers and, and we help each other navigate this thing called life through the Christian faith, through the trials that we have, the stress, the struggles, the strains, because it's gonna happen so often for us that comes with life. And later on, James says this. He says in chapter five, he says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. As we all face tough times, and we will, it's paramount that we can have someone to share our trials with and that we have compassion and kindness on other people's trials that they're going through. It's about getting real with other people and being very honest about what we're facing and be able to confess our mess with another friend. And I know one thing about it. It's humbling, and it's going to be hard to do it, but whenever you do, that's when healing takes place and that's what's so powerful like Augie took the helmet off how about you take the the mask off and get real with someone else who's following Jesus like you those 2 a.m. friends can come about in the church if you'll just put yourself out there and look for them they may be the ones that's on your serve team that you're serving with they may be the ones that's in a small group to be able to experience life together and realize you're not in this thing alone. God is with you and God will provide others to be with you. 
I don't care what Jack Will says about Christmas. For me, Halloween is the best holiday in the world. It's so awesome. When I'm wearing a costume, I usually walk with my head down to avoid being seen. But on Halloween, I walk with my head up high. He did the mash. It got on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash. I don't even know who that was. He didn't even know who I was. It's so cool, especially because people don't like to touch me. Because they think I'm contagious. Oh, yeah, Chewie, up high. Boom goes the dynamite. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. <laughs> it really does look like him. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. And he's always reminded me of like a shrunken head, you know? Oh, or an orc. <laughs> if I looked like him, I'd swear. I'd put a hood over my face every day. <laughs> if I look like him, I think I'd kill myself. Why do you hang out with him so much, Jack? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Touchman asked me to be his welcome buddy, and now he just follows me around everywhere. Well, that Welcome was stink. How many of you have had that rejection before and you've been hurt by somebody like that? That's what happens here. Augie, he thinks he finds a true friend and he ends up getting hurt as he's going through these hard trials in his life. And I don't know about you, but when those things happen to us, if you're like me, I just want to give up. I just want to throw the towel in. You want to give up on having friends? Maybe you've been hurt so bad and rejected so bad, you even want to give up on God. I think that's what happens to us. And when we look at Augie, he's not the only one that's hurting his sister Via's hurting too, and, and the movie shows us what's going on in her heart and in her life. You gotta understand that she's a good sister and she absolutely loves Augie, and, and she knows everything that revolves around Augie and his needs, and she's not bitter about it, but she's starving for her parents' attention, especially because she misses her grandmother so badly, and, she, and she's such a huge part of Via's life, she, and her grandmother believed in her and spent time with her before her grandmother passed away. And Via's best friend, Miranda, she won't even talk to her either. So here she is, Via's hurting, and her mom senses it and says, hey, let's spend the day together, the two of us, let's hang out one-on-one, you and me. But it's called off because Augie gets in trouble at school and his, her mom runs off to pick him up. Nate, do you know where his helmet is? He's asking for it and I've looked everywhere. I don't know, something at school he won't say, he won't come out of his room, and now he says he doesn't even want to go trick-or-treating. I know, okay, thank you, just get here. Come on, get ready. It's almost time for the Halloween parade. You're supposed to knock.
Mom says you won't say what happened. Did someone say something? Someone always says something! Well, tell me what happened. It's none of your business! You took my day with Mom, so it is my business. I heard Jack Wolf talking about me behind my back. He said he'd kill himself if he looked like me. Jack Will? Isn't he the nice one? There are no nice ones! I wish I'd never gone to school in the first place. But you were liking school. I know you were. I hate it, okay? I hate it! Augie, I'm sorry, but you're not the only one who has bad days. Bad days? Do people avoid touching you? When a person accidentally touches you, do they call it the plague? No. Jack Wool is all I had. Just don't compare your bad days at school to mine, okay? Okay. Hey. Did you notice that Miranda doesn't come around anymore? What? You didn't. Shocker. Yeah. She went away to camp this summer, and now she doesn't like me anymore. Why? Because school sucks, and people change. So if you want to be a normal kid, Augie, then those are the rules. So let's go trick-or-treating, OK? Because right now, we're each other's best friends. Really? Yes. So, come on. I'll let you have all my Halloween candy. I said that you could have all my candy, but I was really just saying that to get you out of the house. What about the chocolate? No. And the Smarties? Gummies, the okay. licorice, the Reese's, the Hershey's, no. and everything else. All right, I'll let you have all my candy. So do you notice how everything is coming together? Though Via, she's hurting herself, what does she choose to do? She chooses to show kindness and focus on what Augie's going through instead of being centered on what's going on in her life because she could have easily been very angered and upset. And Via had this wisdom and she had this comfort that no doubt came from her grandmother. And here's what's awesome for you and I. As followers of Jesus Christ, we're not alone. God is with us. And God wants to give all of us wisdom to be able to get us through our trials. We see in the power of confessing, that's what Via does to her brother of her own struggles and to Augie. And you know what they do? They both find comfort and they both find healing. And that's what's amazing. So my prayer is for all of you. I don't know where you're at in life and I'm not in your shoes, but I got a pair of shoes on too. And we all hurt at times in life. So my prayer is for you that you're going to find comfort in knowing that God is with you and through his wisdom, he's going to be able to help you in your life and be able to help you to choose kindness even sometimes when we are right about things. And also you can find through our church family here that you can find someone you can be with and they'll want to be with you. You know why I love Jesus so much? Why he's such a wonderful savior? Because... He can identify with what we go through. He felt alone, he felt rejected, and he felt the pains, and he was afraid. And in John 15, I love what he says. He calls us friends. So school rolls round, back, little by little, 
kids stop seeing little Augie for his outward appearance and begin to see the great kid that he really is. And he ends up making some great friends. Even some of the ones became his friends that were bullying him. And as the school year comes to an end, Augie begins to get to see and experience the joy of making it through his own trial. Thank you, choir. That was beautiful. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, graduates. Final award this morning is the Henry Ward Beecher Medal. To honor students who have been notable or exemplary, usually it's a good works, a service award. But I came upon a passage that he wrote, which made me realize that good works come in many forms. Greatness, he wrote, lies not in being strong, but in the right using of strength. He or she is the greatest whose strength carries up the most hearts by the attraction of his own. Without further ado, this year, I am very proud to award the Henry Ward Beecher Medal to the student whose quiet strength has carried up the most hearts. So, Will August Pullman please come up here to receive this award? that stage, I felt like I was floating. My heart was beating so fast. I didn't really understand why I was getting a medal. It's not like I blew up the Death Star. All I did was get through fifth grade, just like everyone else here. Congratulations. That's for you. Then again, maybe that's kind of the point. Maybe the truth is, I'm really not so ordinary. Maybe if we knew what other people were thinking, we'd know that 
No one's ordinary. And we all deserve a standing ovation, at least once in our lives. My friends do. My teachers do. My sister does for always being there for me. My dad does for always making us laugh. And my mom does the most for never giving up on anything, especially me. It's like that last preset Mr. Brown gave us. Be kind, for everyone is fighting hard battle. And if you really want to see what people are, all you have to do is look. If you really want to see who people are, all you have to do is look. I don't want to ask you to do something. I just want you to look around the people around you right now. You know what's really cool about, we have different faces and different people and we all look different. God's a God of 31 flavors. But you know what's amazing about God? Is that when you look around, you see the image of God. You see the fullness of the wonder in which he created us. Look what it says in Genesis 1 and 27. So God created mankind in his own, what's that word? Image, all of us. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. In particular, the psalmist, David, he said this in reference to this. He says, for you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Let me say this to every one of you. No matter the circumstances of your birth, no matter if someone ever said that they wish you weren't here or they said you were a mistake, I want you to always bank on the fact that you are created in the image of God and you fearfully and wonderfully made your works are wonderful I know that full well do you stand with me as we pray Father we praise you and we honor you and we thank you that we are fearfully and wonderfully made by you in your image and may we count on that and know that in our hearts God today Lord we all face many trials and through you is the only way that we can triumph over them. So we pray that, and know that you are with us, God. And that, God, you, you want us to just be kind to others and, and be able to look at others when they're facing trials. Sometimes we'll see someone's mess a lot worse than ours. So we thank you that through our church family, God, and through the Christian faith that you provide other people for us to do life with and to experience life with and not be alone. So right now, God, will you be our refuge? Will you bless our time? Thank you for creating us in your way and in your will and in your image. May we live out what you made us to be, God. May we love you with all our heart, mind, body, and soul and love our neighbors as ourselves, Lord. As we worship you, I pray that everyone will trust you, God. May we humbly receive love from you and from others you've placed in our lives. 
I want to ask you a question as we continue to pray. How many of you here would just be vulnerable enough to say, I'm feeling lonely, I'm hurting, I'm facing a tough time in my life? Would you just lift your hand all across this auditorium? Just lift your hand real high. Thank you for your honesty. I want to pray with you and pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, God, thank you for the honesty of the people to say that they're going through a trial or a stress, a struggle, a strain, something that's hurting. I pray, God, that you would just bless them right now and you'd pour yourself your spirit upon them and let them feel your mighty presence. And I pray, God, through this wonderful church family, God, that they would feel the presence of other people that loves them. And God, may they not just focus on what they're going through, but may they share it with others, God, so healing can take place in Jesus' name. Maybe you're here today and you thought you would come today and maybe somebody's been hounding you about coming and you came, but yet you realize you're really lonely because you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. You're not here by chance, friend. You're here because Jesus wants to become the Lord of your life. So as you're continuing to pray, Christians, I want to ask you, if you're here today and you know you've never asked Jesus to come in your heart and life and you know he's knocking on your heart, would you just slip your hand up real high, real fast, just shoot your hand up real high. God bless you. I see those hands. God bless you. Anyone else, just shoot your hand up and say, that's me today. I need to pray. I need to ask him to come in my heart. Would you pray to him right where you're at and just tell him, Lord, I open my heart to you today. I want you to make me new. I don't want to feel alone. I want your presence in my life, God. I believe, Jesus, you died for me so I could live for you. Forgive me of my sins and fill me with your spirit and your strength. I surrender to you. Save me. Now, if you've prayed that and you meant that from the depths of your soul, hey, angels are rejoicing. A party's going on in heaven. Your name has went in his book. Your life will never be the same. Thank him for that as he gives you his spirit. We love you and praise you for what you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody says, God bless you, New Walt. Thank you for the privilege of being here.